and it's just, it's just kind of nice, but here's the problem. We have a choice. We can do what we've seen before, or we can try to do something we haven't seen before. And I'm telling you, the number two is the best, but number two is the hardest. Because our, our, our normal mode of operation is not to look at the Spirit. It's to, it's to look into our memory and dial up something that we are familiar with. And I hate that. I hate that about myself. I hate, you know, I hate it about you. No. <laughs> but really, what the verse says is that there is something that is so amazing that's in front of us that really you can't even, you can't even begin to understand it with your natural mind. And that's what we're after is that, that, other, that other thing. And then, you know, like I said, I get to travel, and so every once in a while I get to enter into one of those other things. I ain't never seen that before. And I was in uh, Morelia, Mexico just a few weeks ago, and uh, it's a wonderful pastor. It's not a big church. Probably about 40 people. It's a beautiful city, and he's been in that city for a long time, and he's a worship guy and a pastor. And so he was kind of plowing through in worship, and we kind of hit this really nice realm of, of God and worship, you know, where you just feel close to God. You know, those, we had those moments. You know, sometimes I can go through a whole worship service and not, not sense God and feel God. It's not all the time, but I don't like it. But, you know, I just feel too much of Mitch. That's usually when I don't feel God, when it's when I feel Mitch. And not that Mitch, this Mitch. I don't, if I, I'd be really creeped out if I was feeling that Mitch during worship. <laughs> We're close, but that's just wrong. So, so we hit this really good spot in worship, and all I can say is that it's like heaven just exploded in the room. And it is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Maybe if I have to go through the different corporate experiences I've had in the glory of God, the, when the glory hit in, in North Platte, when Jeff Collins was there that night and, and everybody just came forward and just piled up in the front, it was such a spontaneous, well, that, that's what this was like. It was so, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And I just felt this swirl of the Holy Spirit that was so strong. And it's like, I don't know if this is in me. I don't know if this is around me. It was like I was shaking, and, and it, was, it was not like I, and I'm looking around and, and trying to, is this just me? Am I, am I just having like a major encounter? But it was the whole, the whole place, and, and I didn't preach. I didn't, uh, really all I did, I think I said, just put your hands out. I think that was my message. And God just came rolling in in a, in a way that I've never seen that I didn't know was possible. I mean, I've had glimpses of it. And, and so really, I just walked around the whole night going, oh, 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 as these movements of God, uh, they were so strong, so wonderful. It's like, well, I don't know if I, 
well, I've never seen that before. Well, I tell you what, if you try it, you'll like it. It was wonderful. It was so, it was heaven. It was heaven inside me, heaven around me. I remember uh, it was a couple years ago, uh, Walt Catlett and Mitch Ivey, Pastor Rennie from Grand Island, we were invited to go with Juan Carlos Manzowich to uh, Taiwan. And, uh, and, and I think I've shared this in different places, but I don't know if I've done it here, but um, Pastor Juan Carlos, uh, one of the most amazing men on the earth, man of God, and he said there's four, no, there's seven places of visitation that he has experienced, that's experienced an ongoing visitation of the Lord. And he said one's in Argentina, one's in Spain, and he says, and one of them is this church that we're going to in Taiwan. And, uh, and it was, eye has not seen, ear has not heard. Oh, my gosh. And that's, wasn't it? It's like the Holy Spirit would come like a wind into the building as a corporate it wasn't like individually, it was a corporate thing. And it would move across, and you could anticipate it coming. It's like, and Juan Carlos would go, here it comes. And I, I, you could feel it. Uh, 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 uh. And the whole, the whole building of people would lean to the right, going, oh, 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 as, a, as a, this, this movement of the Holy Spirit. It's like, you know, most of the time, you know, our spirit-filled Pentecostal church experiences, like, we, we're, we're so trying to get it. We know we're cranking it out. We're shouting. We're, sh- you know, grunting and groaning. And you know, I've been in all this about every move there is. Because, uh, you know, when you're hungry, you find yourself places. <laughs> anybody, else, anybody else so hungry you've been in churches you don't even know why you've been there? <laughs> you just want God. And so you find yourself, and then, you know, this was so, so amazing. And so I'm in this, this, this glory in Mexico, and, and, and all I can think of is, you know, I thought that I've experienced so much. And even beyond the miracles, and there's just, I've seen so many, so many wonderful things. I shared a lot of testimonies in grace this morning on my, just the, the backs that were healed, the necks that were healed, the eyes that were healed, so many, so many things that were happening there. But the glory is even greater than this realm of miracles. And we think miracles is a high realm of glory. Actually, miracles aren't a high realm of glory. They're actually a very low realm of glory. When Jesus did uh, his first miracle, at Cana and turned the water to wine. It says that it says this at the very end of that story that this Jesus did revealed his glory that his disciples would believe. He did the miracle to reveal the glory. So that's why you don't need a lot of glory. You don't need a lot of feeling. You don't not. I mean, if that you had to have a keyboard and and a great worship team and Drew follow you around before you could minister to people outside of church, it'd be really weird. It's not, it's just you and Jesus and your faith in a world that can't see him and can't experience him. But you bring the reality of the one that you believe. And that's why it says that the kingdom of, Jesus says, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is near. Kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
heal the sick, cleanse the leper, to demonstrate what they can't see. It's they, it's they've not entered into the unbeliever's heart and mind what God has prepared for them. But to us, these things have been revealed by the Spirit. And so people like us who come to revival services, extra services, we're, we're the people that believe, but our belief brings us into the realities and the experiences of the things that we believe. The problem is we think we've seen it all. And it's so, it's sad, really, because the minute you think you've seen it all, you quit looking for more, something more. Or you've seen somebody who's weirder than you are, and you go, I don't want to be like them. <laughs> Believe me, there's a lot of those on my list. I don't care how weird you are. I care how powerful you are. If you're weird and powerful, okay, I'll be your kind of weird. But being weird just to be weird is just weird. Most pastors in the world are not scared of the Holy Spirit. They're scared of weird people in the Holy Spirit. So, but unfortunately, those people take a lot of, a lot of extra grace. Don't be weird. That's little pause right there. Don't be weird. Be powerful. So, I don't know who that's for. Everybody take a deep breath. Smile. Smile at the weird person next to you. So glad you're here. You're going to be all right. But you've not seen it all. I've not seen it all. Matter of fact, it's impossible to see it all. But you have, you have the Holy Spirit, and he's the one who's going to lead you into things you've not seen and not experienced. Why do we know Revival. We know that there's a revival coming. We sense that something is changing. There's an awareness. It's why? It's because the Holy Spirit inside of us is indicating to us that something is happening. But then we look with our natural eyes and we see the same things. And so we do the same things because that's what we see. But I'm telling you, what is coming is so much stronger that it's so powerful that it's going to be like the service that I was in. I didn't have to do anything. I really just walked around being the weird guy, going, oh, 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 as these, these strong manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And it wasn't that I'm just being extra sensitive. I can do that. But this was different. This was, this was bigger than me. This was an, the other and, and, I, and I got a new definition for the Holy Spirit out of that. And, and it, you know, the Holy Spirit's described as water. Uh, he's described as wind. But really, if you want to define the Holy Spirit, he's the movement of heaven. He moves. There's a movement to him. And when, when he's moving, sometimes I can be aware of that movement. And what I find is that when I catch that movement, things happen. This morning we were praying for a lady. It was right after the first service. She had been in uh, pretty serious pain all through the service. She had a problem with her hip. And, and uh, she had to stand in the back because she couldn't sit. And so, uh, Mitch, you were with me praying, right? And we were just praying. And all of a sudden, 
there was this, and all of a sudden, both her and I go, whoa. She goes all the way to the ground. I just go like down as this whoosh came. And it was so strong. And when she got up, she was healed. But it, it was this movement of the reality of the Holy Spirit. Uh, something for those that were in my school uh, heard me say this out of, out of uh, Acts chapter 19. It talks about uh, Paul laid hands upon them, these believers, and the Holy Spirit came upon them. And they began to speak in tongues and prophesied. And I, I teach out of this a lot. That the, there's two ways the Holy Spirit manifests. One is he comes upon, and then after he comes upon, for someone who knows Jesus, he can come from within. And that coming up from within is what we call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's when he comes up out of our spirit and overflows us. And uh, for those who have had that experience, it's a movement of the Holy Spirit that you speak. You just, you just want to speak. And, and you can speak in a known language and glorify God, or, which is prophecy. Or you can speak in this other language, with, which, with this, which is... It's kind of like that. So when your tongue... The tongue releases the movement. My whole point is this. The Holy Spirit moves. And he, he, can, he can move through our ex expressions. And he can come upon us or he can come within us. And the times that you feel God, the times, has anybody ever felt God before? Here's what I have kind of distilled down my awareness to the presence of God. When, how, how do I feel God? How do I sense God? Well, something moves. There's movement. I'll be in worship. I remember the first time I raised my hands, I think, oh, I had so many funny stories. Went to my first charismatic church, met in a school, just a new believer, and what kind of churches meet in schools? It's like, I thought that was just the craziest thing, to have a church in gymnasium so I go there and these people you know I just saved I didn't know anything about church going in there's all these people in there and they're all clapping and happy and this band's playing I'm going what in the world and they're all got their hands up it's like you know those weird people I was embarrassed I was just embarrassed for the whole bunch of them so so I was standing there with my friend Rob we're, we both come out of the drug world. We kind of just met Jesus. I'd met Jesus, and I, don't, I found out years later that Rob did too, but I didn't really know that. And uh, so we're in this charismatic church, and it's weird. It's weird, weird people, weird. Really uncomfortable. They're singing all these songs. I don't understand them. I don't know them. And, and, all, and all of a sudden, the Lord speaks to me. He says, Mitch, which I had a very... A really significant encounter with the Lord and so he spoke to me really directly at that time he goes why don't you worship me like I'm real I'm like okay and I didn't really know what that meant and so I'm kind of looking around at other people you know they're all so I'm like okay well how do you worship the Lord like he's real and so I just kind of did this thing
You got to start somewhere. And I remember I turned my hand over and to worship him like he's real, and all of a sudden something moves. All of a sudden, whoa. Something within me, whoa, started moving. <laughs> and it felt really good. How many feel good sometimes when you worship? Well, what's happening is you're connecting to the one that you believe and the reality of that is flowing through your spirit from his spirit and it's beginning to manifest through you. It's coming, he's coming through you. He's coming through you. And as he moves through you, you get to experience his movement. So I had my hand out there like that and it's like, oh, that's good. I put my other one out. Oh, that's really good. And you know, then as you're just in that place and, you know, and again, I have all these years now of encountering the Lord and, and I could still go back to what is it I feel when God is around me is movement. It's movement through, it's movement. It's from him through to me, through me. And when I'm in that, I experience him. As a matter of fact, now my whole ministry is just finding that movement and just letting it move through me. And I found out what comes within me can come upon someone else, and that's really fun. And so you just be standing there, and all of a sudden this movement comes through you, and you go, whoa. And all of a sudden they go, whoa. And then I like to walk over and say, what did you just experience? I don't know, just something just came up on me. Well, so check your condition, see if it's different. Because the reality is that that, that movement is him. It's not your feelings. It's him. We get caught up in the feelings, but it's not, it's not about our feelings. It's him. And the great thing is when you don't have any movement, you have your faith. Because he's still here. I still believe. Do you believe he's here? So we don't feel nothing. It's great. That's when we use our faith. That's what faith is for. I don't feel nothing. I don't feel God. don't know where he is, but I still believe he is. And he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. So guess what? I still believe. And so I put myself back in position. I put my hand back out. Huh. And then something moves. So what does revival look like? It's a really big movement. It's where the activity around us, the activity within us is so strong that anybody that's in the geographic area is going to be affected. And that service in Morelia, no one was watching me. No one cared that I was walking around going, because oh, oh, they were all doing it too. People were on the floor crying. Others were laughing. People, some, then just spontaneous ministry broke out, and they just were praying for each other. I, I don't know if that's revival, but I'm telling you, when this other comes that's bigger than my gifting, I have, I have nice gifting. You know, I, I'm, you know, I can crank out a good message every once in a while, and, you know, I have some nice prophecies, and, you know, the Lord uses me in healing. That's all cool. But I tell you what, when this comes, 
It so dwarfs a man's gifting because it's him. And a matter of fact, your gifting quits functioning, and it's scary. Because it's not about what I can crank out. It's about him being in the room. And so what I believe we have to do is we have to learn to, and that's what I think church is about, is just learning how to cooperate with the movement of heaven, the Holy Spirit. It's like, well, how do we, how do, we do that? Well, we worship, first of all. I did this youth service while I was in Querétaro, Mexico, just last week before. They wanted me to minister to the young people anywhere from, I think they were junior high age, senior high. And this is a pretty spirit-filled church, good church. And so I kind of shared a little bit of just kind of what I did with you guys there. And uh, I heard Andy Glover say this one time, it's, okay, put your antenna out. What's your antenna? What's, what, what's these things? So you just put your hands out, and the Holy Spirit's going to come. And uh, so, so I did this whole thing, and I said, okay. Uh, you know, and I, I noticed these kids are pretty squirrely when I got there. It's like Sunday afternoon, and they're just really, un, I mean, they're more interested in who was there and you know, whether or not Mexico is going to win the next World Cup match they were going to be in. And so everybody's just kind of, all disconnected and so I said okay well just we're just gonna put our antennas out and, and the Holy Spirit's gonna come it's gonna walk around we're gonna touch your hand and uh, we'll see what happens so so we did that walked around first time around I said anybody here you are, are experiencing something moving around you there's one one or one maybe two kids it's like okay we'll just stay connected we're gonna do it again and say Holy Spirit would just come even more, walked around, just kind of, just, just walked around and touched your hands. Says, Holy Spirit, just increase. So I said, who else is experiencing God right now? And then, then it was like four or five, and the first two were crying now. And of course, then the ones that are just jacking around are starting to realize that something's happening. And uh, so they're just kind of looking around, they got their hands out like this. And, uh, and then, then the Holy Spirit came. He crushed those kids. They were crying. They were on the floor. The, uh, the, the, the reality of the God that they believed was now their experience. I told them that, you know, years ago I was in a service and, and uh, the glory was so strong. And the guy that was there, one of the things that happened is that, that uh, people were getting gold teeth. You remember that miracle? It's happening about probably 10, 15 years ago. It happened pretty often during this one season. So there was, uh, I remember, uh, I think it was, with Pastor Ron got like eight gold teeth. And I remember my wife was begging God not to give her a gold tooth. But my prayer, my prayer was, God, give every teenager in this place a gold tooth right in the front. <laughs> so that every morning when they got up to do their hair, they would look in the mirror and smile, and there's that reminder that Jesus is real. Because 
Here's the, here's the problem with the way we do youth ministry. I'm just going to get on a little pedestal and get off real quick. Is that if our kids don't have an experience with Jesus, the world will offer them experiences. And we think you're going to make them smart enough not to sin. I'm smart and I still sin. Not out in front of you all, but. They're not as bad as they used to be. But you know what a kid needs to keep them on track is to know that Jesus is real. And if you go like this, you can experience him. Because when you hurt, it might take this, it might take this, it might take laying on the floor. So I love what Bo was encouraging us to step out. Because you have to do that because sometimes you're locked up. And you have to do something beyond what you've done because you're operating out of memory. You need to go to a place where, where it's out of your memory so that you can have a new experience. So, yeah, sometimes you've got to come up front. Yeah, sometimes you've got you to kneel down. Yeah, sometimes, well, I'm not feeling God. Well, do something. Because if you, you have to put yourself in a place, you have to put your sail up so you can feel the wind. And I really think that's what tonight is about. Is we need to we need to experience the wind tonight because he's really here. And Lord, I thank you for the healings that'll come because you're here. I thank you, God, for the the changes that are going to take place. But really, more than anything, Lord, I I, I so bore witness with what Pastor Bo was saying about the weary and the exhausted, emotionally exhausted. I was actually going to start with that. So, and I think I still will. Because when you're tired and emotionally drained, it's really difficult to experience what you really need to be refilled. But you're here. You came anyway. And so, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to have many experiences of the Holy Spirit moving around us, upon us, and in us. And whether or not it's a, it's a personal thing or a corporate thing, you know, one person can be experiencing magnificent glory. You can be standing next to him and, you know, just thinking, you know, I'm going to go home and eat a donut. But really, the Lord is, that's our job is to remind you that he's here and that he's good and he loves you, and things happen. So, so if we could do this, if you, are, were, uh, if you were in the category of really physically or emotionally tired, uh, could you just go ahead and stand up? We want to we we pray for you first. Look at that bow. That's a pretty accurate word when three-quarters of the church stands up. So if you're around someone right now, would you help me pray for them? So go ahead and um, if you're standing, keep your hand up. And we're just going to transition now to a time of ministry. And this is very interactive. And so the reason why it needs to be interactive is because there's two ways you'll experience God. You'll experience God as people pray for you. The Holy Spirit will come on you. But if you're praying for someone, the Holy Spirit will come up within you. So it's a win-win. You'll experience God praying for someone. You'll experience God being prayed for. So Holy Spirit, we just thank you.
right now for moving towards those that are tired. Just right now. Now, again, don't go to the familiar. Let's believe God for what we've not known or seen right now. So what I want you to do is just be aware of the movement of God. If you get in prayer, just be aware of the movement of God. Just the movement of the Holy Spirit. And the good thing is, sometimes it's just really strong. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here bringing refreshing. Anyone who's weary, ho, yeah, ho. Why did, I, why did I make that noise? Well, it's because something moved in me and it's just needed expression. It just seemed like hoy would be a good one. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh. Why do you laugh? Because it feels good. Because I feel him. Whoa, Miles, it's coming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is really strong. It was on you strong this morning too. Thank you, Lord, for Miles and Christy, Lord. Thank you for this. I thank you, Lord, that you you didn't let their lamp be put out. Whoa. So, Father, I thank you for the rebuilding Miles' body. Whoa. 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 Yeah, if you touch someone, he, Jesus loves them enough that he'll begin to manifest through you so they can experience him. Wow. Wow. just to let it increase in the whole room. Yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoa! If you're experiencing God coming upon you right now, I want you to just wave your hands. It's like, you know, I feel something coming on me. Oh, yeah, many, many. How many of you feel something come up within you right now? Whoa! Ha, 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 ha. And then there's Walt. <laughs> oh my God. The Holy Spirit loves you, Walt. <laughs> he kind of uses he kind of uses you as a measuring stick. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. Oh, oh. Can you feel that in your guts? Is, Is there movement in your stomach right now? Whoa. Lord, just let it increase. Just let it increase. Oh. Ha. 
is whooshing you. <laughs> the great whoosher of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you. So many slots. You know, God has expanded your slot capacity. <laughs> it's like, Lord, you're so smart. That's the thing. You're just so smart, and you get your slots all defined, and then God just adds. It's like, but you're smart enough to know, I better not just stay with these slots I have. I better go ahead and allow him to give me more. But what's, it really, there's, there's almost like a grinding in, in your logistical thinking. Lord, and I thank you, Father, for just the ability to, 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 not, to not quit, to not stop. Ha. Oh, this is the refreshing. This is the refreshing. This is the refreshing. Whoa. Jesus. Keep praying. Keep praying. You know, I spend so much time ministering in, in cultures that I can't speak the language. I quit trying. And I found out the Holy Spirit can do a lot more through just allowing the movement of God to come through me. And I, I just tell my interpreter to quit trying to interpret everything I'm saying. And I just kind of walk around and just we just let him move. And then I have my interpreter ask, what happened? Jesus, Jesus. How many are more aware of, of Jesus right now than you were when I was talking earlier? That's a really good thing right there. Messages are great. He's better. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just had a, an awareness of uh, cramping, some sort of cramping. Cramping almost like, a, like, but they hurt like a Charlie horse. Who's that? That you have a condition that it's a really severe cramping. If that's you, put your hand up. We want to pray right there. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Let's continue to pray. Patty here. Then pray for this. This guy here. Yeah, we want that young guy. What's your name? Daniel? Would you put your hand on it, Daniel? Shaba. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. This morning, uh, Melanie, Pastor Mitch's wife, she had a cyst on her wrist. And it was pretty pretty noticeable and by the time I got to it it was just barely noticeable it disappeared 80% so if you have any sort of condition that's enlarged, swollen um, something that needs to needs to disappear why don't you go ahead and raise your hand if it's a growth tumor there's someone back there in the back who else probably the most common miracle in, in the ministry that I have is things 
things disappearing like growth. So, Lord, I thank you for that. Who, anybody else have? Awesome. Not awesome that they have it, but awesome that we know who they are. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to invite any of the team, Bo, uh, Jonathan, any of you guys have words of knowledge, just go ahead and get my intention. I don't have to. I don't have to release all of them. Thank you, Lord. He's here. He's here. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you put your hand on the person next to you? Just pray for them real quick. Pray for the blessing of the Lord. Makes rich and adds no sorrow. Pray for healing, victory, refreshing, and anything. I think there was something this morning that Pastor Mitch said about destiny. I just really believe that there's some things changing tonight because the one who changes direction like the wind is here. You don't know where you're going, but he does. And so, Lord, we thank you. If you're in a, in a life, in a place of, of decision in your life, I want you to stand and put your hand up. You're, you're, at a, you're at a crossroads. You need to go left. You need to go right. Um, put your hand up high. There's several of them around here. Any of these things you want to jump in and pray? Uh, Jeffrey, if you want to jump in here and pray for people. You see people with their hands raised. We're just going to go ahead and, and just, just release the body to continue to minister. And again, as you're praying, be aware of the movement. If there's nothing there, it doesn't mean nothing's happening, but sometimes it's there. So, Holy Spirit, we just thank you for being here. It's just really good in here right now because the good one is here. Lord, we thank you right now for decisions from heaven, not the decisions of mind or will, the will of man, but the will of God. Whoa. Oh, oh that's another. Just put your hands out right now. I just felt another good movement. That just. Thank you, Lord. Well, Mitch, is it all about feeling? Well, I don't know. I like peace. I know it's like to have anxiety. I'd much rather have peace. I think peace is a feeling. joy I like joy I don't have enough of it I think joy feels like something I know what depression feels like I know what heaviness feels like it's a feeling it's an experience Holy Spirit love peace and joy you know when I feel loved I do better when I feel peace I do better when I feel joy, I do really good. I'm a better neighbor. Because <laughs> the joy lords your strength. When you have joy, you're happy. You look at your neighbor and you, you want to do stuff to help them. When I don't have joy, I don't want to help my neighbor. I think we need the Holy Spirit 
Whoa. There's really good things happening. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You have something? Um, I'm just sensing somebody with a back lower. I think it's L5 and S1 right in there, so it's a really low back. And is there anybody with that that maybe had had surgery or anything? That's what I'm sensing. Don, anybody else? If you gather around some of those that, with their hands raised, I just felt like the Lord was, I felt like there was surgery. I saw pins, and I saw the pins dissolving. And so we're just going to ask the Lord right now, Lord God, will you just heal those pins, Lord? Heal that back. Lord God, let it be in alignment right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, let the breath of God flow right now in their spine. Lord God, I just pray right now that their, their back and their, their lower back right now will line up with your word. Lord God, will you minister to it right now? Lord, dissolve the things that need to be dissolved and recreate their back right now in the name of Jesus. saw a picture of like a beach ball being blown up in someone's stomach and I don't know if it's like a food allergy thing or just digestive thing but just that like bloatedness just of a feeling all of a sudden just even a pain where it just expands and expands is there anybody that kind of describes maybe where you're at Lord we just thank you God for food allergies being healed God we thank you for digestive problems being healed God I thank you for your your tingling hands Lord just removing heat, um, heartburn, those things, God. I just thank you, Lord. We should be able to experience peace when we eat. And, Lord, I just speak peace over bodies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So good. I can just look around and see people that are still engaged in the Lord. Father, we just thank you for being here. Thank you for more. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Let's do this just for the sake of time. If you have any condition in your body that's not been healed uh, or needs to be healed, why don't you just go ahead and put your stand up, put your hand up, and we're going to pray again for every everyone. So, awesome. So just keep your hand up. If you see again, if you see someone with their hands raised, this is Jesus' time. In that glory, at the end of that service with the glory, we didn't really pray for people. And there was a man in the front. I noticed he kept sitting down. He's an elderly man, probably in the 80s. And I asked him finally after the glory kind of lifted. It's like, uh, so what's your problem? And he's like pointing at his knees and his ankles. And, you know, you could tell he's just trying to tell me everything in Spanish that were wrong with them and so so we prayed and I asked him to start walking around and, and all of a sudden he starts just pumping his legs just just starts pumping it's like what the heck is happening <laughs> and evidently all this pain I mean he's walking strutting around like a rooster no pain that's what happens when you're in in the movement of God so Lord we just thank you right now for every person Every chronic problem, every, every, every pain, every 
disease right now, we command it to go in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I was just, I was just sensing that there is at least one person in here that, um, to your knowledge, you've never experienced the presence of God the way Mitch has talked about the movement. And uh, you might have felt peace or love or whatever, but when he's talking about the movement and the, whether it be heat or whether it be something tangible, and if you just be bold and just say, hey, that's me and I, and I want to experience the presence of the Lord, just, uh, just raise your hand. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Holy Spirit, come. Um, my name's Tom, and and I'm not really from Nebraska. I'm from the Pacific North Coast. But welcome, Tom. What what I'm getting at here is is that you may experience something completely different than anybody else has ever talked about. Completely different. I, I came out of the the brush, out of the out of the far reaches of Pacific North Coast where there's nobody. And what I'm trying to get at is is that I didn't know anything. I didn't have a background to know anything. I didn't know nothing about nothing. And what I'm trying to say is is that you put your hands up before the Lord and the light of heaven touches you and you experience it. Yeah, Lord. Everything you've learned now takes a different turn. And everything you've ever learned about God just explodes because you've experienced it. We're done playing church. I'm starting to preach. Um, (laughs) We're done playing church. We're done with three points in a prayer. When you're serious with him, he'll be serious with you. And if you're serious with him, be serious with him because he'll show up. And I guarantee it. I, I, I was in the Navy and, and was out to sea in the middle of the Indian Ocean, and I didn't know nothing about nothing. And these guys said, well, we're going to start seeking the Holy Ghost. And we put our hands up. And we started praying. And it was as if light or something, the Holy Spirit, the tops and tips of my fingers all went numb. And I tell people this story and they'll look at me like I'm stupid, but it's okay. Because it happened. But it happened on both sides. And then my, my, my face went numb. And then my nose went numb. Like a fuzzy donut. And then this thing came on me like a coat. And I have no idea what this all means. I had no idea. But what I'm trying to get at it, just because something doesn't happen the way it's supposed to happen doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Does it make any sense? Trust the Lord. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Let's do a, I want to do a, I want to worship just a moment. You got something, Drew, that you can go right into. And I, I want everyone to stand again, that unless you're just really out of it and you don't want to. But uh, again, we're, we're interacting with the one in whom our soul loves. And one of the ways he's given us to experience him, because he wants us to experience him, is worship.
And so the more we, we learn how to engage our spirit, we will worship in spirit and truth. There's a part of us that is, is made for him, and that part really comes alive when we, we worship. There's a place in you, the meeting place is in you. The place where his spirit and your spirit interact. And that's the place, that movement, the current of heaven, the wind of God, the life of Holy Spirit moves through you. So go ahead and put yourself in a, in a posture that, whether it's your hands raised or... But let's just open up our hearts and let's just have a moment of engaging our hearts with Him. Oh, you walk into the room Everything changes Darkness starts to tremble At the night that you bring And when you walk into the room Every heart starts burning Nothing matters more than just to sit here at your feet and worship you Jesus, we 
hearts are yours. We want you. We want you. Come and consume. Come and consume. God, all we are. We give you permission. Our hearts are yours. We want you. We want you. Come and declare again. Come and consume. Come and consume. God, all we Thank you for being a part of what God's doing in this region.